40inbox.com here. So today we're going to go over this article by Better Money Habits where they are going to list four strategies to pay off credit card debt faster and we're going to give our thoughts on it. So let's get right into it. If you carry credit card balances month to month, paying off that debt fast might be easier than you think. The key is developing a good plan and sticking to it. These four strategies can help you decide which course to take to quickly pay off any credit card debt. So number one, target one debt at a time. Do you carry a balance of more than one credit card? If so, make sure you always pay at least the minimum on each card. Then focus on paying down the total balance on one card at a time. You can choose which card you target in one of two ways. You could focus on the high interest debt. So you could check the interest rate section of your statements to see which credit card charges the highest interest rate and concentrate on paying off that debt first. Or try the snowball method. With the snowball method, you pay off the card with the smallest balance first. And once you've repaid the balance in full, you take the money you were paying for that debt and use it to help pay down the next smallest balance. Now here's the thing, right? Technically speaking, there's no wrong way to go about doing it. But what people need to understand, and a lot of people do not factor this in because, look, we are all humans. So knowing that and knowing how easy it is for not to stick with something long term unless we see results aka have you ever tried to lose weight right guess what if you start to not really see any results you're going to give up right we don't have a very strong will for things that we don't necessarily like doing for example you don't like doing something that's going to basically give you pain all the time right which is why it's hard for people to actually lose weight that's why even though technically this would save you less money long term the snowball method will typically get people actually out of debt more so than people focusing on their high interest debt because the reason is people who only focus on paying the high interest debt give up like they give up at a very large rate compared to people who do the snowball method, the more paying the lowest balance first, because you get those easy wins, you're like, okay, I'm starting to make progress, I'm starting to make progress, and then you're like, okay, now I'm motivated because I see what's actually possible, right? Like, for example, if you have like a $1,000 credit card, right, or a $20,000 credit card, like balance-wise, but the 20000 has like a 29% APR, and the 1000 doesn't even have like a real balance anymore because you just recently charged $1,000 onto it. Well, guess what? If you only focus on that $20,000 one, that's going to take you a very long time to see or feel like you're making any progress, but that $1,000 one, you can pretty much knock out almost immediately, right? So you get that easy win, which allows you to start getting 
confident in your abilities. Number two, pay more than the minimum. So look at your credit card statement, and if you pay the minimum balance on your credit card, it takes you much longer to pay off your bill. So if you pay more than the minimum, you'll pay less in interest overall, and your card company is required to chart this out on your statement so you can see how it applies to your bill. And here's the thing, paying the minimum balance on anything and only the minimum balance can cause you to basically, potentially, never get out of debt for the rest of your life. And this is especially the case, not necessarily just with credit cards, like this is really only the case with credit cards if you have like a really decent sized balance, but for like student loans, it's really bad because you're typically like 80, 100 grand in debt and then it just compounds like nonstop. But credit cards are also basically like that, but you feel the hurt with a lower balance. So instead of the $100,000 like student loan comparison, you're more likely going to start feeling a lot of pain by only paying the minimum when you only have like ten to $20,000 on a credit card because that's like the minimum payment starts to get really disgusting, like disgustingly high, and none of it's basically going to the uh, principal. So you could spend like five, 10 years trying to pay off a $20,000, $10,000 credit card bill. Number three, consolidate debt. Consolidating your debt lets you combine several high interest balances into one with a lower rate so you can pay down your debt faster without increasing payment amounts. Now here are two common ways to consolidate debt. You could transfer balances, so take advantage of a low balance transfer rate to move debt off high interest cards. Be aware that balance transfer fees are often 3 to 5%, but the savings from the lower interest rate may often be greater than the transfer fee. Always factor that in when considering the option. Now, this is not really ever the case, but in very, very rare cases, some banks or credit cards will actually waive a transfer fee. Now, that is pretty much unheard of, and I've only seen it once with someone who literally had a perfect credit score. Not close, had a perfect credit score, right? And also, a lot of their banking was specifically done with this bank and they offered this to them, right? So they didn't go out of their way for it. Like the bank literally like tossed them this like, okay, 12 month, no interest, no fee, like like no balance transfer fee if they were consolidate all of their debt if it was more than $20,000 from credit cards, right? So they got like super lucky with that and they were to make a lot of progress. You can also tap into your home equity. So if you have equity in your home, you may be able to use it to pay down card debt. A home equity line of credit may offer a lower rate than what your cards charge. Be aware that closing costs often apply, but an extra benefit is that home equity interest payments are often tax deductible. Now here's the thing. Don't, I would not recommend anyone doing the whole home equity loan way because 
this is the thing. It doesn't really solve the problem because it's basically trying to take the easy way out where you're just tossing it onto your mortgage as if like you didn't just go and spend all that money on a credit card, which there's not really anything stopping you from doing that again. So you haven't really changed your habits yet by paying down the debt on those credit cards because you just tossed everything to your house, right? So even though sometimes it might make more sense financially to do something like that, it doesn't really actually solve the issue. And you could end up becoming into like more and more debt than you even initially started off with. This is kind of the same like way of thinking that uh, people tend to do when it comes down to doing these like fad diets right to lose weight that's an example like if you try to use like a fad diet to lose weight so that you crash a lot right like you basically pretty much starve starve yourself right for like a week two weeks whatever to basically lose massive amounts of weight right yeah you might lose a lot of weight quickly but when you start eating because you're going to have to start eating you're going to binge and you're going to overeat and you're going to basically stuff yourself practically into a coma and then you're going to end up gaining probably double the amount of weight that you actually lost during that time frame right because you try to take the easy way out without solving the root issue which is your habits so when you do a transfer balance right that just makes it more manageable but you're still working on the changing of the habits that got you in there in the first place because you're having to deal with the pain of seeing your stupidity every single month, right? And a lot of people don't want to admit to it, but sometimes you do got to look at yourself in the mirror and hold yourself accountable like, hey, I really screwed up and I really spent a bunch of money on things that I don't even have anymore because I probably ate it all or I like went out and partied all the time and put everything on the credit card or I like traveled all over the place. So if you do consolidate, keep in mind that it's important to control your spending to avoid racking up new debt on top of the debt you just consolidated. Number four, review your spending. So start by categorizing your monthly spending. For example, groceries, transportation, housing, and entertainment. Your credit card statement can be a helpful tool, and many issuers categorize your spending. Look for areas where you can cut back, then take the money you freed up and apply it to paying down your debt. You can pay with cash. So one way to manage your overall debt is to consider purchasing things with cash. Using cash or a debit card can help you avoid overspending, or making impulse purchases plus to eliminate any extra fees that may apply when paying with plastic. You'll also have a clear understanding of how much is going out for is coming in every week or month. And there's also the use financial windfalls. So commit raises, bonuses, or other financial windfalls to debt reduction rather than adding these funds to your monthly spending pool. Using this extra money to chip away at your debt can help you reach repayment goals faster. And I would agree. And here's the thing. This is the end of the article, and I agree with pretty much most of everything that they put into this article, 
right? I just don't really like the home equity loan of way of thinking, even though financially it might make more sense to people because it doesn't actually solve the problem, right? Because you don't just want to get out of debt, you want to prevent the habits that got you into debt in the first place so you never have to go back there, right? Because like that would just be brutal to like feel to like end up working super hard, paying off your debt, also that three months down the line, you end up going back into your old habits and you end up just going hog wild with your credit card and just going nuts. And here's another thing that a lot of people do not want to admit. And you got to really like sit down or look in the mirror and ask yourself, hey, do I trust myself with even having a credit card? And a lot of people aren't really comfortable enough to really acknowledging whether or not they actually have a problem with that. And if you do, if you truly understand that you have a issue with continuously spending money on your credit card, the only way to solve the problem, to solve the really bad habits that you put yourself into, is to literally cut it up. Is to literally get rid of your credit card forever. And there are some people out there that you have to take those drastic measures to literally never have a credit card on you, period. Never to have a credit card inside your home because it could end up screwing you in terms of your habits and your way of thinking. If you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money in a very simple to understand process, go down below or go to 40 to learn how to get out of debt. We'll see you in future episodes. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and is very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.